Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now, here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. I'm your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, and today we are really fortunate to have Laura Temmins with us. Laura Temmins is a psychotherapist and marriage and family therapist, and she's also founder and clinical director of Professional Hypnosis Institute, the only state-authorized school of clinical, medical, and integrative hypnotherapy in the state of Georgia. It's been going for over 23 years now. Laura spent decades working alongside business, government, and healthcare, educating and helping people to break habits, conquer addictions, reach personal and professional goals, release the past, and find solutions to seemingly unsolvable problems. Welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What I especially liked in your book that has just recently come out is that you give solutions to people who are struggling with weight and also relationships. And, you know, both of those are really key issues for many people. Could you tell us a little bit about your book? Uh, Well, first, before we do that, tell us how you came to get into hypnosis. I'm sure a lot of people would be interested in that. I know it's not a very common career path. And actually, I had a jewelry manufacturing business, and that was before I studied hypnosis, and I always loved art, and I always loved the mind, and I went into jewelry design and manufacturing. We had, I had a wonderful partner, and we had a business that we built from nothing, and My nature is more introverted rather than extroverted, but I had to go out and sell. And I, it was, it was completely fear inducing for me to do that. Just because when you're more of an introvert, you'd rather, you know, be in your own head than talking to new people all the time. And that was what I did though for over 20 years, my partner and I did that business. And, and it was fine jewelry manufacturing. And the problem with it is that I had gunpoint robberies. And when you have one robbery where somebody puts a gun in your face, well, that creates a trauma. I would think so. <laughs> It creates an association too, and it creates anxiety. It creates a lot of things, but you know, your it's your business. It's not like you could just believe it. You have to figure out how do you manage this. So you have experiences that that kind of set you up, and by the third time, 
I realized that it was the universe telling me, you know, it was time to make a change. So that was where it began, the hypnotherapy. I, I thought, what do I want to do? I love I love jewelry. I love the design element. I mean, I studied art. It was my passion. But sometimes your passion becomes a nightmare and you have to shift. And the hard part for most of us with everything is, I know I should be doing something different, but how do I do it? I mean, you know that because you shifted from being a physician to helping physicians. So every time we transition, you know, we ask ourselves, how am I going to do this? How am I going to manage this? Can I do this? Can I make a living? And I spent all those years, you know, building from nothing to finally something. And now I'm afraid to leave my house. They followed me from New York to Georgia. They know who I am. They know where I live. I mean, I'm not safe anymore. So do you give up? your business, your livelihood, do you switch gears? What do you do? How do you do it? And so I moved from New York to Georgia and it happened again. And then I knew I couldn't, I couldn't do this anymore. Well, and you know, they say that there's a time and season for everything. For everything, absolutely. And probably a past due time, in a past due season, because just like it is with relationship counseling, research shows that a person doesn't go for help until after like seven years of a problem in their marriage. But that's how we are as people, is that we think, all right, well, I'll just figure this out, or it'll go away, or something will magically happen. And But it doesn't magically happen. We have to take the step and usually we don't know what to do next, but things line up. And so I saw an ad about hypnosis and I thought, I love the mind. I love, I, I can, I'm curious about that. Let me explore that. And I was hooked and that was where it started. So I started to shift. I knew I had to do something different and I started to move into that field and then I went back for a graduate degree as a marriage counselor and a psychotherapist and then I I opened the school after my mentor helped me overcome the trauma of the of the gunpoint robberies so it's always a progression isn't it absolutely so I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, can everyone be hypnotized? Absolutely, because we're in a state of hypnosis, especially right now. But the question you're really asking is, people think that hypnosis is something that it isn't. So for a person who is coming for a formal hypnotherapy session, I have to determine are they more dominant in their analyzing ability? Are they more of a feelingful person? And I have to work with them based on how they learn, how they process information. And so traditionally, it's thought that a person 
not everyone can be hypnotized, but the truth is that we're all in hypnosis. It's a natural state that we move in and out of every day. And hypnosis is really also a state of overload. So when in the last two years where we've had COVID and elections and politics and all the things that have been going on in our world over the last two years, we are all overloaded. And we may not think we are, but what happens is one thing piles on top of another thing on top of another thing on top of another thing. And our ability to analyze is maybe on overdrive. And when we're on overdrive, we become maybe more sensitive, more irritable, more easily influenced. So if you're hearing the news and you're always frightened because we're getting a lot of protect yourself messages, now you are hyper vigilant. Your whole system is on high alert. And that makes you more suggestible suggestible to what you're hearing, suggestible to what you're telling yourself, what you see. And so if somebody sneezes, you have a completely different reaction than you did five years ago. So we're all suggestible. And hypnosis is using your suggestibility to give you suggestions that benefit you that match your goals. And that's what it is. Well, I have a for you, which also a lot of people may wondering, and that is in the weight loss realm. People have thought about getting their ear clipped by an acupuncturist. They have load of videos with different types of exercises that they could do, but don't. They have a medicine cabinet filled with supplements that are guaranteed to make you lose weight by popping a pill and not having to break a sweat, which, as you and I know, is not really the panacea that they claim. So how does hypnosis work for helping us all get back to the weight that we want? So I'm using hypnotherapy but I'm not just using hypnotherapy. In order for a person to make a change, what happens is we have this conflict. Usually, I want to lose weight and be healthy, but I don't want to give up the things that I like. It's a conflict. And most of the weight loss approaches are restrictive. You can't eat this. You have to watch everything you do, everything you eat. It's not really, it's not doable for a lot of people. Now, there are a lot of people who you tell them, just follow this diet and, and they're able to do it. And then they can accomplish anything, you know, their diet, any program that they do, because they have that ability. Or they're highly motivated because maybe they have a wedding coming up. Maybe they're, they have a, a reunion coming up. They have a vacation or something. 
that moves the needle for them. So if we're using, if we're internally motivated to reach a goal, or if we're externally motivated to reach a goal, but it's short term, well, it'll only last for that moment, right? And But some people, they're able to maintain that conditioning. They're very disciplined, but there's a whole segment of the population, and I'm one of them, who we mean to accomplish this goal. We say we're not gonna have this or do that. We mean it when we say it, but knowing what to do and then being able to do it, live in different parts of the brain. And so we get off track. And when someone has a chronic weight problem or a chronic anything problem, then often we have to address brain function. We have to address knowing ourselves. We have to address maybe some past experiences that got in the way. And we have to use the subconscious mind because, you know, if it was as simple as just knowing what to do, we would not need anything else except the diet. So the hypnotherapy works with the resistance because when you're in a relaxed state and you're suggestible, then I can say things to you that you really want, but your resistance won't won't catch up with you and take over. And so that's kind of how it works. You know, it's it's what would it be like for you? could have that food if you wanted to, but you don't have to. No one can make you. It's okay to have it if you want it, but you don't have to have it. And it's that kind of mindset, that kind of choice. So you think about it. I could have this if I want it but I don't have to have it. No one can make me have it. And then we use the the reasons that you want to do something and we keep it in the front of your mind. And so because we're rehearsing in the mind, we're making the new behavior and the new thought more familiar. And the more familiar a thought is, the easier it is for you to remember it. And so little by little, we're repeating and repeating and repeating behaviors, experiences that they become easier to integrate in your life. And that's really how the hypnotherapy piece of it works. Do you have any upcoming weight loss programs that people could enroll in? I actually do. I have a weight loss, willpower, and wellness made easy program that is kicking off in September. And registration is open now. And it also goes through October. So we have two pieces to this program. One, for some people, they'll be invited to do a retreat for six days in Acapulco at my mentor's 
exclusive villa, where I think the truth is that if you take a person out of their environment and you show them they have the experience that they can eat healthy, delicious food so they're not depriving themselves, then then they already feel like they could do it because they have a week of doing it. And because I'm not going to have the junk foods that we usually have at home when we, you know, when we're off track, it builds momentum. And then I'm going to reinforce with hypnotherapy and explain about brain function to people. And so that's the front end and that's a bonus. And then the back end, which everyone needs and is really the most important part, is weekly meetings for six months. Now, I've done six-week programs. And the difference is difference between information and application. So I know what to do versus I know how to do it and I'm doing it. And I'm integrating the knowing what to do and the doing it. Because what is the stuff that throws us off? It's always emotions, right? And so you have a fight with somebody, you go to the refrigerator. You're bored, you go to the refrigerator or the cupboard. You know, you're stressed and you're eating more than you want to. You, you, you're... So you have have, a way to, to counteract that. Yeah, you need a way to counteract that. And each week we're going to meet so that you have six months of hand-holding and gentle, loving support. Because, you know, no one gets where they're going with finger-pointing. We only get where we're going when we can find compassion for ourselves and we have people who help us and lift us up along the way. That's great. Well, for those people who are thinking how do you market yourself? Since this is you know, like a marketing podcast, I want to point out that one way you market yourself is by putting out programs that reflect the messages that you would like to get out in the world. And the second thing is a book that you have put out. I understand it was just recently released called Accidental Hypnosis. How did that title come about? Because people are in hypnosis and they just don't call it that. And for the last 23 years, I've sat with people. People have a problem with weight. People have a relationship problem, health problems, all sorts of problems that people have. And often what happens is it is due to an experience that they have that ties back to yesterday if it's a chronic problem, okay? And so that's what I'm noticing. I give you an example of somebody I spoke with today. And and it just happened that it was a weight situation. And when you have an experience, maybe as a doctor, you tell your your patient, you know, your your blood pressure's too high, your cholesterol is too high and 
you really need to get that weight down. And a person wants to be able to get that weight down. Well, this one particular person I spoke to today has done so many weight loss programs that she doesn't even want to try anymore because it creates a hopelessness. Now, I know that a reason a program isn't effective, and it doesn't matter if it's weight or if it's anything else. What I believe is that the reason a program isn't effective is because it's not addressing the way that person learns. They're trying to fit a person in a one-size box, and it doesn't work for everyone. So the people who can't accomplish certain things, they just can't accomplish it because they're in that box, but they don't know it. And the person teaching them doesn't know it. So what happens? They walk away with, with a feeling, an interpretation. So their interpretation is, there's something wrong with me. I can't fill in the blank, lose weight. I can't stay on a diet. I can't, whatever it is. Whatever it was, that was what I saw over and over again, is that the interpretation of an experience that we have creates a belief and that belief runs our life and it goes across the board with relationships with health with jobs with everything and so the book was written because i can't see everyone but i want them to know that you know there are solutions and and just because you've never been able to accomplish this or that, it doesn't mean you're stuck there. It just means that your subconscious mind possibly is holding some experience or some interpretation that's that's holding you back. And you could clean that up. It's these are resolvable problems. And that's why the book was written. Another point that you have touched upon that I want to highlight is that success also comes with professionals choosing a unique proposition, a message that is unique to them and is in a niche that is not overloaded, but a message that is specialized to that professional and getting that out into the public. Can you give one helpful tip to our listeners today? I can. In what area would you like the tip? <laughs> I leave that to you. Whatever tip you feel would be most helpful to the people listening to you today. All right, well, here, here's what I think. You know, your audience is all physicians. If I'm if I'm correct, that that is the those are the people that you're helping because you're an expert in in finding a niche and helping a person stand out. And you know this is also a plug for me, but a lot of physicians, and you know because you spoke with Dr. Oz and you were there in that conversation where he spoke about how do you help people? You make 
something possible. You make it easy. And as a physician, too many physicians don't understand how to use different modalities. And so my suggestion is open up to different modalities, things that you would not think to do. Just bring it in, explore it, talk to someone because all of your patients need you to help them find a way for them to accomplish the goals that you know that they need to reach. Well, I think that's a great tip. Thank you. We have been listening today to Laura Temmins. Thank you for appearing on our show today. This is another episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors with your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Till next time. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Barbara. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.